I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. Sierra and I, one of my producers, we always talk about what to do for a show topic, and we, we come up with ideas. And, of course, we, we base a lot of the shows on what you, uh, the listeners, and our patients ask us to do. So one of the things we've been seeing a lot of are people putting on a lot of weight, because they're home a lot, and they're saying, Dr. Joe, I don't know what to do about this. So uh, Sierra came up with the, the, the cute little uh, catchphrase, quarantine 15. How do I lose my quarantine 15, my 15 pounds I put on during quarantine? And so we're going to talk about the quarantine 15 today. And I get this question all the time, how do I lose weight? But a, a spin on that is people come to me all the time and say, Dr. Joe, why is it so blank and hard to lose weight as I get older? And usually right around 40 is when it starts to hit. And then, trust me, as you go on and on, it gets harder and harder. So why is it so much harder to lose weight as we get older? It's because our metabolism slows down. Everything changes, even professional athletes. You don't see a lot of professional athletes playing much past 30 or 40 because uh, – 35 or 40, I guess I should say – because their metabolism changes, your energy changes, your muscular function changes. Everything starts to change. We are aging. Now, we can fight that aging real easily. That's the nice part about this. It's not hard to fight time. I remember going to my high school reunion not long ago, and it was me and one other person who looked like we knew who – you recognized who we were. and Maybe three others. I think two of the girls looked pretty good there and myself. Uh, but most of the guys and most of the women, whew, time was not their friend. And they didn't – and the people that did look good, of course, we sat and chatted a little bit, and we all doing the same thing. We're eating right. We're exercising. Uh, many of them getting chiropractic care. So there are things we can do to turn back time, and of course, in the process of that, we help you lose weight. I always say if you're, if you're fat, you're not fat, you're toxic. And I used to be fat, so I can say the F word. So if you're fat, you're not fat, you're toxic. You've put too much junk in your body, too many toxins in your body, and the body stores this junk in the fat cells. And so all we have to do is not necessarily go on a diet, we just have to detoxify. And the easiest way to detoxify is stop putting the bad stuff in the body. And if you've listened to the show before, you know I talk about the seven deadly sins. Alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, and artificial sweetener. Those are the seven foods you want to cut back or cut out of your diet. And it took me years to come up with how, how can I condense everything that's out there into a simple, easy process. And it was real easy. Alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, and artificial sweetener. So that's the, the seven deadly sins. And on our website, drjoe.com, we have a whole lecture on the seven deadly sins in nutrition. So you could listen to that. So when it comes to bad foods, it's not so much it, – it's not only what you eat, it's what you don't eat. So I want you to consider not eating certain things because those are the foods that you want to keep out of your diet. So I'm going to give you a bunch of different tips to help you lose weight naturally. This is all backed by science and personal experience. So things that work and things don't. So let's talk about first why you get hungry. In your stomach, your body produces a hormone called leptin, L-E-P-T-I-N. Now, leptin is released in your stomach when you eat food, and it gets into your blood system, goes through your blood system, goes up into a part of your brain called the hypothalamus, and in the hypothalamus, the body says, okay, I feel full, you can stop eating. Now, when you're hungry, you're not hungry for food, you're hungry for nutrition. So if you're eating junk food, 
you know, pretzels and cookies and cakes and donuts and pastas, chances are you're going to want to eat more. Because the food gets into your stomach, it takes about 20 minutes for the body to release the leptin, get into the blood system, go into the hypothalamus, hypothalamus says I'm full. If you're eating junk food, the leptin isn't going to stimulate the hypothalamus properly because the body is going to say, yeah, I have enough volume in my body, but I don't have enough nutrients in my body. So that's why sometimes you'll eat and eat and eat junk food and you just want to keep eating. You know, you can binge watch a movie and, and, and eat a you know, big ton of popcorn. You can eat a bunch of potato chips or pretzels and you just don't feel full because that's not what your body wants. The body wants nutrients. So 20 minutes to get the message from your stomach to your brain. If you're eating a good meal, the leptin is produced, goes into the blood system, goes into the hypothalamus. You feel full. Food then passes into your small intestine. Small intestine absorbs the nutrients, passes out the waste products. And then the small intestine releases something called ghrelin. Ghrelin is a hormone that's released, and it goes up into the hypothalamus and says, I'm hungry. So again, leptin makes you feel full, ghrelin makes you feel hungry. So certain foods will shut down your leptin and increase your ghrelin. So that's bad because you don't feel full, you feel more hungry. The number one food that's going to lower your leptin levels and increase your ghrelin levels is sugar. So how many people are eating sugar? Breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, pastas. And the worst form of sugar when it comes to ghrelin leptin balances is fructose. And fructose comes in the form, currently, most people get it from high fructose corn syrup. A couple of problems with high fructose corn syrup. Number one, high fructose corn syrup is made from corn, usually genetically modified corn. Not a fan of genetically modified foods. If you listen to my shows in the past, you know I'm not a big fan of this. And high fructose corn syrup affects leptin and ghrelin. It doesn't make you feel full, and it does make you feel hungry. So if you're going to drink a soda with some high fructose corn syrup in it, or cookies, or cakes, or packaged foods, high fructose corn syrup is sweeter than sugar, and it's cheaper than sugar. So if I'm a manufacturer, of course I'm going to use high fructose corn syrup. It's cheaper, and it's sweeter. It's going to stimulate the dopamine receptor sites in the brain, the nucleus acubens. You're going to get high from eating my sugary food. You're going to want to eat more of it because of the ghrelin release and the leptin suppression. <clears throat> so it's the perfect food to sell as a junk food because then you buy more of my junk food. So from a capitalist standpoint, brilliant. From a health standpoint, devastating. So if you're eating a lot of sugar, you're going to be more hungry. And I always use the classic example of being in New York one time and I had a vegan bagel with vegan cream cheese on it and it was spectacular. It was wonderful. And about an hour later, half hour later, I was thinking, I want another bagel. That was so tasty. It wasn't that much that was so tasty. It was tasty. But the sugar in the bread went up into my brain, stimulated the, 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 the pleasure centers in the brain, the nucleus acubens, and I was getting high from it. And I wanted more. And it's like that for everyone. I had a couple in the office just a couple of days ago, and they both want to lose weight. And she said, but the problem is, if the junk food is in the house, I eat it. So what's going to solve that problem? Get the junk food out of the house. Not rocket science on this one, folks. Yeah, but, no, there is no yeah, but. Yeah, I have friends over. Yeah, but I have company over. Yeah, but my grandkids are coming over. Yeah, but my kids want it. Yeah, but my husband wants it. Get the yeah, buts out of your life. Because if it's not in the house, nobody's going to eat it. It's just that simple. So if you eat sugar, especially fructose, it's going to make you hungrier. So one way to lose weight is get the bad food out of the house, especially the sugary foods. Now, I'm vegan. I haven't eaten animal products in well over 30 years. One of the reasons that I went vegan way back when was that a lot of the junky foods, the breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, and pastas, have animal products in it, milk or eggs. So it forced me to not be able to eat those foods. Because as soon as you eat it, you're going to want more. That's how the body works. So you got to cut it out. People say, what's a good bread, Dr. Joe? 
there's no good bread because it's all going to be sugar. If you're going to do a bread, a vegan gluten-free bread is going to be a better choice, but it's still not a good choice. So the other day, uh, Garrett and Sierra and I, uh, we had a meeting and we had a catered Mexican food. And as I watched everyone, they were eating the wraps and they were eating the chips and I didn't. I had some beans, I had some tofu, um, some guacamole, some salsas, and I just put that on a plate and ate it. Why? Because I knew if I had one chip, I want more chips. If I had one wrap, I'd want more wraps. And so you got to think to yourself, how can I get these foods out of my life? So step number one, when it comes to losing the quarantine 15, those 15 pounds you gained during quarantine or any weight loss is get the bad food out of the house. Number two, you want to feel full. I know I'm vegan. When people say they start eating a plant-based diet, well, Dr. Joe, I'm hungry all the time. I said, I understand that because you're used to eating so much volume of fatty foods. And now that you're eating healthier foods, you're more hungry. So you can add some more proteins into your diet and that would help. So if you're going to have a salad, chances are you're going to eat the salad, you're going to feel hungry. It's pretty clear that if you eat just a plain old salad with some salad dressing on it, you're going to feel hungry. So what can we do to make that more uh, satisfying? Add some beans, add some nuts, add some seeds. These are heavier proteins with fats, and that's going to make you feel more satisfied. So instead of just a salad, maybe some chickpeas, some black beans, some cannellini beans. Uh, you can buy canned organic beans, a dollar a can usually. So folks, don't tell me you can't afford it. It's a whole lot cheaper than even a hamburger at a, at a fast food joint. And maybe take a half a can of beans, put it on your salad. You could rinse them if you want to, if, if, if you want to get that, 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 that thick water that's in there, and put it on your salad. You'll love it. Tastes great. Uh, almonds, pecans, walnuts, those are great. Sesame seeds, pumpkin seeds, uh, chia seeds, hemp seeds. So there's plenty of things you could add to the salad to make you feel full. Don't eat too many nuts. Because one of the questions I get is how do I lose weight? Another question I get all the time is how do I gain weight? And one way to gain weight is to eat a lot of nuts and avocados, fatty foods. Now, I've seen, you know, if you eat a fat, high-fat diet, you'll lose weight. The ketogenic diet, well, the ketogenic diet is really falling out of favor. A lot of experts are coming on, even people that supported it for a long time are coming out and saying, you know what, I was wrong. It's not a healthy diet. You'll lose weight, probably. But we're finding after two months, there could be adverse side effects. One of them being it actually affect your heart in an adverse way. So if I eat fats, if I eat an avocado, I tried the vegan ketogenic diet for a while. Let's see what it was like. I've gained weight. If I eat a lot of fats, I put on weight. So you want to add an avocado to your meal? That's great. Don't eat too many. That's what I'm saying. If you start putting on weight, you got to cut back on those fats. So that's really important. So what we're talking about today is how to lose the quarantine 15, how to lose the weight that you put on sitting around the house and how do I get my beach body back? Really simple things that you can do. So number one, of course, get the bad food out of the house. Number two, eat healthy foods, but you want to feel full. So something as simple as adding some nuts to it. Try to eat whole foods as opposed to processed foods. Now, that's not the, the store. Whole foods is unprocessed foods. One of the best things you can do to become healthier is add whole food ingredients to your diet. And in fact, the less you food combine, the better off you're going to be. Because let's assume I'm going to eat a steak and a potato. Pretty classic American meal. The steak is going to be high in fat, high in meat, and it's uh, high in protein, I'm sorry. And it takes between four and six hours for my stomach to break down the steak and pass it into my small intestine. The potato is a simple, well, it's complex carbohydrate, but easy to digest. That potato is going to go from my stomach to my small intestine, maximum maybe two hours. So now the protein and the carbohydrate are sitting in my stomach. My stomach's not sure which one to digest. Does it pass the potato onto the small intestine or do I have to digest the, the, the meat that's going to take a long time? 
the one that takes the longest time wins. So now you're mixing carbohydrates and fats and proteins and heavy proteins, like animal proteins especially, really hard for the body to digest. And that can cause a lot of gastric distress, gas bloating, diarrhea, constipation, or bloating. So that's not a good idea. So eating more mono meals, one thing at a time, is going to be much better. So if you're going to eat steak, which you shouldn't, but if you're going to eat steak, eating the steak by itself, maybe with some simple vegetables, you know, broccoli, cucumbers, things like that might be okay. But when you start mixing those carbohydrates in there, the digestive system really has a challenge as to what to digest. So natural whole foods are filling. It's a lot easier to keep those uh, calories and the amount of volume you put in your body in check. Because again, when you're hungry, you're hungry for nutrition. You're not hungry for food necessarily. Food is just a conduit for nutrition. So weight loss often follows as a natural side effect of eating whole foods. I see it every day in our practices. We have four offices, Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. Every day, patients come in and they smile. And when you come in, you usually see one of, my, one of my other doctors. I can do the consultation with you if you want. And then my other doctors do the treatment because I just don't have time to see all the patients. But all my doctors are handpicked by me, trained by me, and they're actually better than me. They're, technically, they're better chiropractors than I am. Um, so I'll do the consultation. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss the patients together. But patients will see me in the hallways or they'll send me emails or call me or something and say, Dr. Joe, I didn't believe you. I finally said, all right, fine, I'm going to do what you say. I'm going to eat fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds, cut out the alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, and artificial sweetener. And inevitably, they come back and say, it's crazy. I lost 5 pounds, 10 pounds, 15 pounds, 20 pounds, 60 pounds. All they're doing is eating better foods. So it's not hard to do. So again, when you're hungry, you're hungry for nutrition, not for food. Two supplements I recommend to everybody, Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source. There's super high concentration of nutrients, and they do different things. People say, can I take one, not the other? No, they do different things. I like to take both. So the Super Greens, the essential source, are loaded with nutrients. And it's funny, I hear this a lot. Patients say, Dr. Joe, I can't afford not to take the supplements. And at first, I didn't know what they were talking about. They said, Dr. Joe, when I take the supplements, I eat so much less food. Because you were right, I'm hungry for nutrition, not, not just food and calories. So the, the Super Greens, the essential source, are so loaded with nutrients that when I take them in, I'm not hungry. And that's one of the tricks I do. And in the morning, I have super greens and essential source and maybe a little bit of fruit. This morning, I had some watermelon. Then I'm fine, usually until about 10 o'clock or so. Right around 10, 11 o'clock, I might start getting a little hungry. I'll have a snack, maybe a couple of handfuls of nuts. Today, actually, I had a potato. So I was thinking about potatoes. And I just had a baked potato that I'd cooked the other day. It was cooled. And I had a potato, put some salt and pepper on it, and ate it. Perfectly fine. And so you're going to eat a lot less food, chances are, when you give the body the nutrients. And the Super Greens, the essential source, minimum supplements you should take every day. They're available on the website, drjoe.com, D-R-J-O-E.com. So other things that we can do, one is get the body nutrient, give the body nutrients. And we talked earlier, don't put the bad food in the body. So you want to avoid processed foods. Processed foods are usually high in fats and calories uh, and sugar and junk and additives. Um, processed food are also engineered to make you want to eat more. We talked a little earlier on the show, and if you're just tuning in, this show is going to be on the website, drjoe.com. And we talked earlier in the show about leptin and ghrelin. You know, leptin makes you feel full, ghrelin makes you feel hungry. So if I'm a food engineer and I want you to buy a lot of my food, I'm going to understand the biochemistry of how this all works. What can I do to increase your ghrelin production. The ghrelin is the hormone that's produced in your small intestine that makes you feel hungry. So I can add high fructose corn syrup to it, other sugars, and it's gonna suppress the leptin so I don't feel full either. So foods are engineered. There's a whole branch, food science, of how I can get you 
to buy more of my food. And we've, we've learned a magic combination. What's the best combination to make you want to eat more of my food? Fats, carbohydrates, and salt in the same food. What's a fat, carbohydrate, salty food? Potato chip. What's the old saying, right? You can't eat just one. I'm thinking about it. I want to eat more than one. So the, the combination of fats, uh, sugars, and carbohydrates are awesome if you're going to sell a lot of product. Cookies, cakes, donuts, fats, and they add some sugar to that too. Uh, salt, I'm sorry. So that's the perfect combination. So if you realize I can't stop eating blank, it's probably going to have a combination of two or three of the fats, uh, fats, carbohydrates, and sugars in it. And you're going to realize Dr. Joe is right. So the less processed food you eat, the better off you're going to be. More fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. We said get the bad food out of the house. You also want to get the good food in the house. Load up your pantry. Load up your refrigerator with good foods. So I wake up in the morning and I have watermelon and strawberries in my refrigerator or I have cookies and cakes in my refrigerator. And I'm in a rush. And I, But say I have both. What am I going to grab? The things that's going to stimulate the pleasure centers in my brain, the cookies and the cakes. I open up my refrigerator in the morning. I'm in a rush. I only have strawberries and watermelon in there. What am I going to eat? Strawberries and watermelon. Keeping the good food on hand is really important. Now, also, I grew up very poor, so we never want to waste anything. So if food's in my refrigerator, I'm going to eat it. If it's good or bad, I'm going to eat it. It's in my DNA. It's how I was raised. And so what I'll do is if I have good food in the house, I'm going to eat it. The other day, I had a, a, a jar of organic pickles. I made them. Opened it up, ate a half a jar of pickles. Why? They were there. If cookies and cakes were there, I would have eaten it. Pickles, by the way, are really easy to make. So, so good, too. You what? Homemade What's pickles are so much better than store-bought pickles. Yeah. You, you make them? You know how to make them? Oh, yeah. My parents have always had a garden, so we, we have oh, yeah. just can't, jars and jars of homemade pickles always. And why have I never gotten any? Because I'm, 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 you have your own garden. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about that? Yeah. <laughs> she also, she's introduced me to uh, pickled okra. Oh, yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I love okra. Yes. And my father used to t make pickled tomatoes. I've never had pickled tomatoes. <sighs> like little bitty cherry tomatoes? Or? Both. He'd make both. But green tomatoes. Huh. And he'd just pickle them. Oh, that and, does sound good. Oh, I can taste them now. <laughs> so much garlic. Um, so, yeah. So, you get the green tomatoes of any kind, big or small, and pickle them. <sighs> Heavenly. But you're right. Okra, Garrett, you're right. Okra's great. And Sierra, glad you introduced him to something healthy here. She's good. good influence there. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I mean... If it was there, it's there, you're going to eat it, right? If it's not there, you're not going to eat it. So stock up on those healthy foods. Um, if it's in the house, also your family members, they're going to raid the refrigerator too and eat the good choices. Uh, in my book, Eating Right for the Health of It, I have a chapter called uh, Stocking and Unstocking Your Pantry. And it's what to eat, what not to eat. So it's what to have in the house. It's real simple. And then also you have the basics. You can prepare meals too. You know, if you're going to say, oh, I'm going to make a stir fry. Well, I don't have any tamari and... Um, I don't know what to do with it. I don't know. Eh, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and have pizza. But if you have the things in your house, the staples, that's a, a much better choice. So healthy snacks are, are really great to have around. You know, a whole fruit, uh, nuts, carrots. Um, you, bag, you can buy bagged vegetables now. But again, the number one rule is get the bad food out of the house and get the good food in the house. That's going to change everything as you try to lose your quarantine 15 pounds that you put on. So it's really easy to do. You got to uh, uh, limit, of course, we talked about the sugar. Limit your sugar intake, especially the added sugar. If I'm going to have a piece of fruit, let's say an apple, 
Apple's going to have fiber in it. It's going to have other vitamins and minerals in it. And I'm going to eat that apple. And the, sugar, the fiber is going to slowly push the food through my colon. The fiber is going to block up the receptor sites. I'm not going to absorb as much sugar. And it's going to have other vitamins, minerals, and nutrients in it. Now I'm going to juice that apple and drink the juice. Not nearly the same nutritional value. Because all that sugar in that apple is going to, bam, go right into my body. So whole foods are better. In fact, if you do juice, you want to juice mostly vegetables with a little bit, maybe a Granny Smith apple or one apple is a little sweetener or some carrots. Mostly vegetables, though, because vegetables don't have a lot of sugars in them, most vegetables. So if you're going to juice, I don't recommend juicing, and even smoothies um, are just going to be loaded with sugar in most cases. So if you want a smoothie, Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source make an amazing smoothie. Maybe add some frozen berries, maybe half a banana to it, whip it up. Now you've got your own natural smoothie loaded with nutrients that can help curb your appetite as opposed to eating a sugary smoothie, which is actually going to increase your appetite. Got it? I've heard that those packaged smoothies that you can get from like the grocery store uh-huh. have like more sugar than like three or four donuts in them. Wow. Yeah, I guess you're right. It depends what it is. Yeah. So you think you're doing something right, but Sierra's right. You're going to get a bunch of sugar. And you think, I'm having smoothies. It's good for me. But Super Green's Essential Source have is almost zero sugar. I mean, it's really it's loaded with nutrients. And again, that's going to help curb your appetite because it's going to satisfy the cravings for nutrients. So that's really important. Uh, limit your sh- sugar intake, of course. Most, most Americans eat about 15 teaspoons of added sugar a day. Added sugar, not whole food sugar, but added sugar. Uh, that's more than you should have ever, okay? One can of soda is about nine to 11 teaspoons of sugar. So that's like your whole day's amount of sugar if you have one can of soda. And it's usually high fructose corn syrup, and that's fructose, which, of course, stimulates the ghrelin production in your small intestine, which makes you hungry, suppresses the leptin production, which makes you feel full, and so you want to eat more. So there are sodas out there that are made with uh, stevia. They're sweet with stevia and lohan. If you have to do soda, do those. They're perfectly fine. You'll enjoy them. They have every flavor known to man, so you can do that as well. Any ingredient that ends in the letters O-S-E, fructose, glucose, maltose, galactose, O-S-E means sugar. So if it's an OSE, it's a sugar. Sometimes they don't say, you know, they won't say fructose or sucrose. They'll call it a maltose or galactose or whatever. They're still sugars, different types of sugar, but still sugar. We can eat out of boredom. I'm sure we've all done that. I don't know what to do. I'm going to eat. So keeping yourself busy is going to be really important. And that's why binge watching TV might work. But if you're binge watching TV and eating at the same time, not a good idea. Exercise, of course, is going to be great for you. Cleaning the house, cleaning my house if you want to. Be perfect. Uh, pain. Pain is one of the reasons a lot of people eat because when you eat, it stimulates the dopamine receptor sites in the brain, especially sugar. Those comfort foods stimulates the dopamine receptor sites in your brain. Dopamine gives you pleasure, and so it helps curb the pain short term. But then the sugars are inflammatory, which makes the pain worse long term. Now, as a chiropractor, pain management expert, I'm also board certified in orthopedics, board certified in nutrition. We see a lot of chronic pain patients in our offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. So when patients come in our office, it's not just basic chiropractic, which is amazing unto itself. We then look at the digestive system. Is the digestive system working? Are you breaking down the foods properly? If you're not, that can cause inflammation, making your pain worse. Are you eating some of the foods we're talking about here, the seven deadly sins? That can increase the inflammation in your body. So we do a nutritional workup on every one of our patients, and we give them advice. Whether they follow it or not is totally up to them. I can't make you change your diet, but I can say, hey, listen, if you're doing breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, and pastas, that's not a good thing. That's sugar. So if we can get them off the sugar, get them off the high fructose corn syrup, get them off the artificial sweeteners, get them on more plant-based, get them on more fiber, get them on supplements at least 
Super Green's an essential source. Dr. Joe's omega-3 fatty acids, excellent for anti-inflammatory. Dr. Joe's turmeric supplements, excellent anti-inflammatory. So we have supplements that we can take, hopefully to help get you off your medication. If you're taking medication, keep taking it. I never tell a patient to stop taking medication. Our goal is to get you well enough so that you don't need the medication. So it's a different approach. And patients love that approach because most people don't want to take more medication and want to take less. And if we can help reduce their pain through chiropractic care, reduce their pain through diet, reduce their pain through fixing their digestive system and getting them well and getting to the cause of the problem, not just treating the symptoms, that's why we get patients literally from all over the world. The website again, drjoe.com. Folks, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on wsbradio.com and on the WSB Radio app.